Today's podcast comes from online worship on Sunday the 11th of July. Good evening everyone, I just want to welcome you to our online service uh, tonight. I hope you can all hear and see okay. Please do let me know if there's any problems. Um, I do apologise, we've not been able to have a, we didn't have an online service last uh, Sunday. Um, I had been trying to do these during the middle of the week, but I'd had some sort of technical problems and we weren't able to do it um, last week, the, the week before. Um, so hopefully everything will work um, okay uh, this evening. A um, couple of wee things just before we uh, start. Um, next Sunday we have our service as usual in uh, the church, both churches, Mount Cook and Greenock East End. Um, I'm going to be away from um, Monday the, the 19th, so I'll be away on holiday for three weeks. And during those three weeks there won't be any in-person services um, in the church. Uh, but the services will start back um, when I return from holiday. So I'm back on the 9th of August. Um, so if you have already been coming to the in-person services, your name will go on the booking list automatically. If you haven't been before or you haven't been to church in some time, um, if you are planning to come that week, please phone uh, or book in the usual way um, on Eventbrite. Um, other wee thing, just ask, you to keep me your prayers. We're having a special event this uh, coming Saturday uh, called Mini Stage and Slam uh, with Young Life and it's for P7 up to S6. We've got a team of folks from Edinburgh, Gore Bridge, who in the East who are coming to help us to run this along with Inverclyde Youth for Christ. It's going to be a fantastic day. Uh, it starts at one o'clock in the afternoon and runs to 5pm. Hopefully we'll have you know, lots of young people uh, will come along. Uh, for that event and um, it'll all go, all go well and pray that we get good weather um, as well. Um, so we're just going to um, begin uh, first of all with a prayer so wherever you're watching or listening uh, this evening um, we'll just take time together uh, to commit this time of worship to the Lord in prayer. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for your presence here with us. Lord, I thank you for all those watching and listening and for those listening by telephone later on. May your blessing be upon them. Lord, we give you thanks and praise tonight, acknowledging who you are, that you're almighty God, the creator of all things, that you made us in your image that we were created to reflect your image in this world. Lord, we thank you for the gift of life, the gift of health, the gift of family and love. Lord, we thank you for the gift of your church, your people, and the fellowship that we share together through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Saviour. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise for Jesus, for all that he has done for us. He died on the cross for our sins and he rose again from the dead that we might have everlasting life. Lord, we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit who is with us now and dwells in the hearts of every believer. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would be poured out upon us once again this evening and to whoever is watching eh, tonight. Lord, you would fill us with your love, with your peace, with your joy, 
make the, the scriptures come alive to us, that we would hear your voice speaking to us again, that you would challenge us, that you would encourage us, that you would build up our faith. Lord, tonight we pray also for those that we know who are unwell at this time, that you would be with them, Lord, that you would bring your healing. Lord, tonight we pray for those that have been struggling, those who are still worried about mixing with people, those who have perhaps suffered COVID themselves or no members of their family who perhaps have it at this moment. Lord, we pray that you would be be with them and bring them bring them through that, bring healing, bring strength, Lord. And we pray also for those who have been recently bereaved, a couple of families we think of especially, the family of Pastor Paul Martin, as they they wait for Paul's funeral. Pray especially for his wife and children and all his wider family and friends. Lord, that you would just give them strength in this season, that they, they would truly know that you are with them through all of this. Lord, in East End Church, we also had some sad news this past week. Um, John Savage, who passed away, former session clerk at Carpsburn Augustine Church and uh, a member of um, East End Church in the past as well. Lord, we just pray that you would bring peace and comfort to John's family. Remember his son and uh, his daughter-in-law and his grandchildren, especially at this time. And wherever we are listening watching we join together in prayer with all God's people around the world as we say the prayer that Jesus taught his first disciples as we say our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever amen so we have a couple of hymns for our service uh, this evening. We're going to start with uh, How Great Thou Art. So wherever you're watching or listening, feel free to sing uh, along.
going to continue in our online service with our first reading from the Bible. And I'm going to read the story of Stephen in two parts today. And um, if you've been following for the few weeks before, I've been doing a little series in the book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles. And uh, today we're looking at the story of Stephen, who is often called the first martyr of the church. And um, Stephen was one of seven men who were chosen to help the, the apostles in their work and um, they were sometimes called deacons a deacon simply means a servant and um, Stephen was the first that is named in that list of seven uh, helpers of the apostles and for that reason he's probably considered the, the most important um, or the most significant of all of them um, so I'm picking up in verse 8 now Stephen a man full of God's grace and power did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people an opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia. These men began to argue with Stephen, but they could not stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by whom he spoke. Then they secretly persuaded some men to say, We have heard Stephen speak words of blasphemy against Moses and against God. So they stirred up the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified. This fellow never stopped speaking against this holy place and against the law. But we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth, 
will destroy this place and change the customs of Moses handed down to us. And all who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Amen. Uh, we're going to sing again, and uh, this next hymn is Here is Love, Vast as the Ocean. Let's worship.
So I'm picking up with the second part of our reading in the story of Stephen in Acts chapter 7. Uh, if you have a Bible and you're following along at home, I'm going to read from verse 51. I've actually skipped over most of chapter um, 7. It is a the so story of Stephen is a fairly long story in the book of Acts. I'd encourage you to um, maybe read back over chapter 7. It's effectively a, a long Bible study which Stephen gives to the Jewish leaders in the synagogue about why he believes that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah, the Christ. So I'm going to read from verse 51 and it picks up in the middle of this message that Stephen um, delivers to uh, the leaders of the synagogue and the uh, the Jewish leadership and they they start to get angry because Stephen has some fairly um, strong words to say. In verse 51 he says, You stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears. You are just like your fathers and you always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that, has, that was put into effect through angels, but have not obeyed it. And when they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragging him out of the city, and began to stone him. Meanwhile the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul, and while they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And Saul was there, giving approval to his death. Let's pray. Lord, as we read your word, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired these scriptures come into our hearts and bring the words of scripture alive to us. The words of the Bible would speak straight into our hearts, that we would hear your voice, Lord, to encourage us to increase our faith, to increase our love for you, and to be inspired by young Stephen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I have a few slides I'll share on the screen just as we're, we're speaking. Um, First of all, we have this man, Stephen, um, as I said before, uh, excuse me, on the wrong slide there. Um, Stephen was one of these seven men who'd been chosen as helpers of the apostles. But when we look into his life, we see a man who is really a, a hero of the faith. There's a couple of chapters here in the book of Acts that is devoted to him. He's not really mentioned um, many other places in scripture. Um, but he is remembered as the first martyr of the early church. He lost his life 
in the cause of following uh, Jesus. So it probably is right to say that Stephen is a hero of the faith, that he is someone that we can learn from, that's someone that we can look up to as an example of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And when we look at Stephen's life, one of the first things that we see is that Stephen was a man who knew God. He was someone who loved God. He was someone who was passionate about God. And that comes through in the way that he speaks and his great courage as well in the face of opposition. Stephen was willing to stand and declare that Jesus really was the Son of God, despite all the anger and um, danger that he was putting himself in. I think he, he realised that as soon as he opened his mouth, that he was putting himself in danger, and yet he still did it, because I think he was someone who really knew God. We have a, a scripture that illustrates that, in verse 8 of chapter 6 that we read, it says, And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Stephen was not just a helper of the apostles, he was a great preacher in his own right. And Stephen was filled with the Holy Spirit and even when we're told at the beginning of chapter 6 that he's been chosen from among the disciples and he's the first in that list of seven men, that there it tells us that he was a powerful preacher and worker of great miracles. Um, so he was held in very high esteem among the apostles um, and he was a powerful preacher. But he did these things because he really knew God. He, he loved God and he knew God intimately. And um, that's one of the, the first things that we see in his life. And another scripture which also illustrates just how close he was to God is that when they were stoning Stephen, as the, the Jewish leaders were so angered by what he said and the, his claims as he showed them, took them through the scriptures that Jesus was the Jewish Messiah, Messiah, the Christ. Stephen called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. That even in his final moments, as he breathed his last breath, Stephen was thinking of Jesus, his saviour. So it's clear that he had a, a very close and real relationship um, with God. Next thing we see is that Stephen really knew the scriptures. I'd encourage you to, to read back. Uh, I'd encourage you to read back to the beginning of chapter 7 and reading through um, where Stephen takes the Jewish leaders through a, a Bible study on why Jesus is the promised Messiah of the Old Testament. And of course, the Bible that Stephen had then was he didn't have the Gospels, he didn't have uh, Paul's epistles or any other New Testament books. All he had was the Old Testament. 
and he demonstrates to them why Jesus is the Messiah, why he is the Son of God from the Scriptures. It tells us there in chapter 7 and verse 2, Stephen answered, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. Before our ancestor Abraham had gone to live in Haran, the God of glory appeared to him in Mesopotamia. Now this was just the, the start of Stephen's Bible study. And he takes them through all the great figures of the Old Testament, all the major points in Israel's history, and how these events pointed to the coming of Christ and why Jesus was the one who fulfilled all of these promises. And so this is why they became very angry. And um, Stephen said that he saw Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father, declaring that he was equal with God, that Jesus was divine, that he was the Son of God. And that's why they became eh, so angry with him. But he was someone who really knew the scriptures and they were unable to, to have an answer eh, to what he said. The next thing we see is that Stephen was someone of great courage as well. As well as knowing the scriptures and as well as somebody who had a deep relationship with God, which as disciples of Jesus, it's something that we all need. And if we want to be get closer to God and have a deeper relationship with God, um, we need to grow in our knowledge of the scriptures. The only Jesus that we will ever know is the Jesus revealed to us in the scriptures. And that's the, the Jesus that Stephen knew. And that's the Jesus that he proclaimed. But Stephen was also someone that had great courage as well. And we see that in the way that he spoke to the Jewish leaders. He says to them, you stiff-necked people. Our modern way of saying that is people have a brass neck. Um, it's in terms of um, he's saying that they've, they've been stubborn. Uh, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did. So do you. And when he says that they are uncircumcised in heart and ears, that is probably the most offensive thing that he could possibly say. Because for a, a Jewish man, that they, one of the marks that they were part of the covenant, which was made by God with Abraham, was that all their male sons were circumcised, usually on the eighth day by tradition. To, so to say that someone was uncircumcised in their heart and in their ears was to say that someone may well be marked out as a member of God's people on the outside, physically, but on the inside, they, they didn't know God. And Stephen says, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. So perhaps we can understand why they reacted the way that they did. Um, one, because Stephen proclaimed Jesus to be the Messiah, which they believed was blasphemy. And two, because he accuses them that their resistance to Jesus signifies their stubbornness and also that on the inside they weren't as close to God as what they perhaps thought they were.
Otherwise, they would have recognised Jesus as Messiah. And then the last thing we see is that Stephen even showed grace to his enemies. And that is an incredible um, thing that he did and showed great um, courage and strength and just showed the depth of his understanding of what God had done for him and that he was willing to show grace even to his enemies. In uh, verse 59 of chapter 7 it says, While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And Saul was there giving approval to his death. So this man who had been persecuted, they, they didn't want to hear, they, while they were still throwing stones at him, Stephen asked the Lord Jesus to receive his spirit and then he asked the Lord not to hold this sin against these men. In other words, he asked God for mercy. He asked God for grace. It was an incredibly brave thing to do. And I think that is something that we can only do. We can only find that level of forgiveness, even for our enemies, when we have truly experienced the grace of God for ourselves. And the way that Stephen reacts to this situation, we can tell that he had had a, a real experience of God. He really knew God. He understood the gospel. He understood that God had shown him mercy and he wants God to show that mercy even to his persecutors and murderers. And then we're told that when he said this he fell asleep, in other words he, he died. And at the very end we're told that even Saul was there giving approval to his death. Saul was there, we're told that he held the coats of the men who stoned Stephen and he gave active approval to his death. Later on in the next couple of chapters we see, um, especially in uh, chapter 9, Saul is actively persecuting the church. He's going after Christians to have them arrested and put in prison and if they are then found guilty of blasphemy, by believing that Jesus is the Messiah, they would then be put to death in the same way that Stephen was. But here we have Stephen, an incredible witness to the gospel in the way that he lived, in the way that he even asked God to, to not hold this sin against them. It's interesting how similar this wording is to the words of Jesus on the cross. Don't know if you remember when the crowds were jeering at Jesus and said, if you are the son of man, why don't you come down from the cross? And they were mocking him. And Jesus in his prayer asks his father not to hold this sin against them. 
So Stephen is very much a disciple of Jesus and we see that in the way that he wants to ask for, for mercy. We don't know if Stephen perhaps had met Jesus um, before his ascension to heaven. It's highly likely that he saw the risen Jesus after his resurrection. We're told by the Apostle Paul that 500 people saw Jesus at the same time in 1 Corinthians 15. Paul tells us that. So it is highly likely because the apostles selected him as first among uh, the deacons that he had seen Jesus risen. But Stephen is a great example to us of what it means to be a true disciple of Jesus. And he really is a hero of faith, someone for us to emulate, someone for us to, to look at his life and see what we can learn. And we can certainly see that he was a man who knew God. He, he knew God deeply. He was close to Jesus. He knew his Bible from cover to cover. You just have to read chapter 7. And it was likely he gave that whole Bible study off the top of his head from memory. He knew his Bible. He was a man full of courage. And that says something given that many historians believe that the early followers of Jesus were, were largely young people. It was a movement among young people. In fact, some Bible scholars believe that Jesus may have been the oldest of the group that are often named among them is you know, the 12 apostles and some of the other disciples. That Jesus was perhaps the oldest in his early 30s. That many of them were younger in their 20s, perhaps late teens. And here Stephen, likely a young person as well, was full of courage. But he also showed love for his enemies. Willing to show grace. And if there is a a better example of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus in the, the early church in the book of Acts. Stephen is one of the best examples that we could find. If we want to become more like Jesus, if we want to be better disciples, if we want to grow in our faith, then Stephen is someone that we can certainly learn a great deal from and to be encouraged by his life and to see him as a hero of faith to be copied and emulated. Will we pray together? Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the example of Stephen, a young man, an early follower of Jesus, who showed great bravery and courage in his proclamation of the gospel. He was a man filled with the Holy Spirit, that signs and wonders and miracles followed him wherever he went as he preached the gospel. He was used powerfully by you. And even in his death, Stephen, Stephen's life preached powerfully to those who witnessed his death and even to Saul the Apostle Paul, who was there approving of his death. We wonder what went through Saul's mind when he stood there holding the coats of the men who stoned Stephen. His heart was still hardened at that point because we know that he went to Damascus to put believers in prison. 
Odyssey, was knocked off his horse and went through an amazing conversion. I'm sure the life of Stephen played a great role in his life after that point. Remembering back to this young man who was so full of courage and bravery. That we can be pretty certain that he was a great influence upon Paul. And so Lord, may we learn also from Stephen's life to have that same depth of relationship with you. Help us to deepen our knowledge of the scriptures and in that deepening of our knowledge of the scriptures that we see Jesus and that we come to know Jesus even better. For it's only in the scriptures that we find the biblical Jesus, the real Jesus, the one who lived and died on the cross and rose again from the dead. And Lord, help us to, to love in the same way that Stephen loved. To even love our enemies. And he was doing what Jesus commanded us to do. Pray for those who persecute you. And even do good to them. Love your enemies. Lord, we know that that is not easy. One of the hardest things to do as a disciple. Lord, help us to learn from these lessons from Stephen's life as we seek to walk in your ways and follow your path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of our service this evening and I just want to thank everyone for watching and listening in, for those listening by telephone um, as well. Um, I hope you're all doing well and keeping safe uh, as well. Uh, so I'm just going to ask God's blessing upon us all and I'll let you uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you all now and always. Amen. Take care everyone and I'll see you later. Bye bye now.